Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, listeners, and thank you so much for joining us for our third and final day of Be Free Ministries Summer Gathering. It has been an amazing weekend of bringing forth the Word of God, of learning how to get back to the basics, and learning how to have our personal Holy Ghost revival so that we can have a Holy Ghost revival in our church, in our family, in our community. It has been so good. I have learned so much this weekend, and God has reminded me of some things that I need to do to get back to the basics. So it has been such an amazing weekend, and I bless the Lord for it, and I thank God for this morning, again, our last day for the summer gathering, and I just am excited that the Lord led me to invite my mom, Sister Brenda Humphrey, to close us out this morning. So if you are listening right now, call a neighbor, text a family member, let someone know that we are on for our last day. Our number is 929-477-1209, or you can go to our website at blogtalkradio.com slash B F M N C live to listen online. So I am going to open us up with a word of prayer. And then I'm going to hand the show over to my mom so she can bring forth the word that the Lord has given to her for us on this morning. So, God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this early rising on Sunday morning. God, we thank you that we uh, woke up, Father God, with things well. Father God, thank you for activity of our limbs. Thank you that we are in our right mind. Father God, thank you that everything is well as it is with our family. Hallelujah. God, thank you that we woke up with you on our mind this morning. We woke up ready to hear the word of the Lord this morning. Thank you, Father God, that you will bless this gathering on this morning, that you will bless every listener, Father God, that our heart is open to receive what you have to pour into us on this morning, God, I thank you, hallelujah, for the great things that you are doing in our heart on this morning, in our mind this morning, in our lives this morning. And we pray, God, that you have your way, Lord God. Move by your spirit, Lord God. The will be done this morning in the name of Jesus, God. And pour a special blessing on Sister Brenda, Father God, as she brings forth your word. God, I pray that there be no distractions. I pray that every weapon that the enemy will try to use against her to deliver this word, that those weapons will not prosper. She is focused, Father God, in the word that you have given her, and she will flow mightily in the Holy Spirit. Father God, I thank you, and I bless you, and count all things done in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. And so I'm going to get off the air and let my mom bring forth a word. But I thank God for my mom, and I thank God for the word that God has given her. I thank God that as she, that as my mom the word, Holy Spirit gives her insight and gives her wisdom in order to share with everyone who is hearing that word. And so my mom is such a faithful uh, servant of the Lord. We serve her church at Evening View Missionary Baptist Church. 
she serves in our family in different capacities, and she works and, and serves the community uh, via her church. And I thank God for who she is, for all that God has called her to do. And I say, even for my mom, the best is yet to come. There's still more that the Lord wants to do you for you through you as 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 he continues to minister your word i pray that you will continue to surrender your heart to him so he can do everything that he wants to do in you amen amen so i'm going to give this show over to my mom she's going to bring forth the word as the lord has given it to her amen amen Amen. good morning thank you minister humphrey Holy Ghost Revival, back to the basis. Give honor to God and recognize in everyone under the sound of my voice. May the words from my mouth and the meditation of my soul be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my God and my Redeemer. People are dying and tearing are crying. This world is so lost without Jesus. Hearts are calling out to God. Deep down inside, they are so try, they are so tired of trying to make it day by day. They're giving up things all there is for them. But wait, don't be in despair. Jesus didn't leave us comfortless. He left the Holy Ghost to be our teacher, leader, comforter, and guide, to guide us in all truth. So, what is wrong with the world today? The believer is losing its flavor. We need to go back to the old landmark where we first accept Christ. We need to regain the zeal and the power that we receive when we first believe. We need to serve others and illuminate Christian characteristics. But it seems like all of these are failing. The sad thing is we don't know the signs that we are leaving or have left our first love in Jesus Christ. We know the story of the cross, how Jesus suffered, bled, and died for our sins. Through the plan of salvation, we can be reconciled back to the Father through the Spirit of God. Don't let the power of the Holy Spirit glow dim. Let us keep our lives trimmed so the light will burn to show the lost and the unsaved toward Christ. Now, back to the basis of our first love, which is our initial walk in Christianity. Scripture for today, Revelation to the first verse, that the angel of the Lord, I apologize, Revelation, the second chapter, this is the letter that was written to the church of Ephesus. To the angel of the church of Ephesus, write, these things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden Lampstand. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, 
and have fought and have found them liars. You have preserved and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. Repent and do the first work, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your left hand from this place unless you repent. But this you have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Unless we return to our first love, this land will not be healed. Before we can be restored back to God, we must realize that we have left him. Sometimes things happen so gradually we cannot see them. So I will give you five signs that we have left our first love. Number one, our inner man ceased to long for fellowship of Christ through prayer and through the word. When this happens, we become dull, unproductive, unfruitful, and we are at a standstill. We are of no effect. We spend less time on spiritual matters and feeding the soul, spend more time on carnal matters. As believers, we must spend accurate time in the Word and in prayer. Second Timothy 2 and 15, King James Version. Third, to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly divine the word of truth. So our prayer life is to be an ongoing activity in our walk. We talk to God and we listen to God. For just a little talk with Jesus, and we tell him all about our troubles and the matters of our heart. We keep on praying, and we keep on studying until that prayer field starts to turn and the fire of the Holy Ghost starts to burn. We must return to our fellowship and our worship with Jesus and with each other. The second indicator that we have left our first love and that we must return to the basis is our thoughts, actions, words, and deeds do not honor or please the Lord. Our mind is to be focused on things that are eternal, but instead we have slowed to put our mind on what is happening on the TV shows that come on on Tuesday night at 9 o'clock p.m., while looking at these shows and trying to anticipate what is going to happen next, our mind becomes entangled on carnal things, and our mind is the devil's workshop. The acts of charity that we used to do, now we put a price on it. Our word is not trusted anymore, and our actions are slowly drifting downward. A revival is needed to bring us back into Christian fellowship with each other, and also to treat the lost in a righteous way. Philippians, the fourth chapter, eight the next verse. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, 
if there be any virtue, and if they be any praise, think on these things, these things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And the God of peace shall be with you. Colossians, the third chapter, and the 17th verse reads, And whatsoever you do, whether in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Give a thanks to God, the Father, through him. So everything we do is to honor and glorify God. And in doing so, we please God, and we are able to draw men to God. Remember, our actions speak loudly and more clearly and last longer than our words. The third sign that we have lost our first love is we love the world and the desires of the world. You can't serve God and man. You can't serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. First John 2 and 16 tells the things that are of the world. And it reads, for all there is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. See, we can't keep keeping up with the Joneses and all the corner demands of society. All that society offers is not Christ-based, and we should not indulge in it. If we do, this leads to destruction. Instead, let me direct you to Mark 12th chapter and the 31st. And I shall love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. And Psalms 37 and 4 reads, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Do not let the world do not let the world dictate to you, but love the Lord and delight yourself in him, and when he, and the Lord will give you abundantly what this world cannot imagine to give to you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The fourth sign that we need to go back to the basis is we are shy and slow. And we deny the gospel of Jesus Christ. You are ashamed of the world. You are ashamed that the world would criticize you when you confess Jesus Christ. When you openly express Christ, you will be watched, listened to, and everything you do will be picked on and analyzed. And you're afraid to be laughed at and made fun of. People will separate themselves from you. So instead, you join in with them, you conform yourself to them, and you put God in your hip pocket until you are alone. But that is wrong. Matthew, the 10th chapter, the 32 through the 33rd verse reads, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. But whosoever did not be before men, him will I deny also before my Father, which is in heaven. So if I be ashamed and deny God, 
Look at all that the gospel offers, love, salvation, promises, power, faith, and security. Greater am I in the gospel of the word than the powerless of the world. So stand tall, all you gates, and let the king of glory come in. The Lord God is that king. Keep holding up that bloodstained banner and live a life that is pleasing in the sight of Jesus, our Redeemer. Open your mouth and confess Christ as the Spirit directs you. Be a proud, bold servant of the Lord. Romans 1 and 16 reads, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes it, to the Jews first and also to the Greeks. Amen. Amen. The fifth sign that we have lost our first love is we begin to spend more time and energy with the unbeliever doing what they do and practicing what they practice. The believer knows the ways of the ungodly because they once were thorough. The unbeliever's standards and mores Mars are unrighteousness, and their ideals and wicked imagination are unlimited when you indulge in what they do. The unbeliever standards are moral, and Mars are unrighteousness, and their ideals and wicked imagination, imagination are unlimited. It is a sad and dangerous thing to be drawn back to the sinful habits. Some believers do this because they get angry with God. Why? I don't know. Maybe their prayer request wasn't answered the way they want it to be. Maybe something drastic happened to themselves or to some of their loved ones, and they blame God for it because they feel like God could have prevented it. But let me direct you to Psalm 7 and 11. God is a righteous judge, a God who displays his wrath every day. Psalms 37, 8 and 9 reads, Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret, because it only leads to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. So don't get angry with God and go hours and days without thinking about him or thanking him. During this uncomfortable time in a believer's life, he should be drawn not to God instead of away from him. For he is God, and he knows what is best. As hard or painful as it may be, relax and accept his will. After all, there is nothing that we can do but praise him forevermore. These are just some of the five signs that we have left our first love and need to return to the basis. And I know that there are many, many more. It is sad to leave your first love in Jesus Christ. It is unwise for Satan is waiting to grab us and run. We can't let our guard down, but we must watch and be watchful.
So you may ask the question, how do I return to my first love? You do so by returning back to the basics, back to where you first believed and where you first received salvation, forgiveness, repentance, and regeneration, back to the blood of Jesus Christ, where he cleansed you from your old filthy ways, and he washed you in his soul-cleansing blood. We need an old-time tent revival. Back to that foundation, why do we need to go back? Well, we have to be reminded where we came from in order to continue on to where we should be in Christ Jesus. Back to the old revivals in those little old wooden churches, churches with rolled out windows and wooden floors where you hear the evangelist preaching for miles down the road. Where those sisters would tap the wooden floors with their heels and their shoes and those old saints were saying, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved the rich like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Then there would be a long-winded, expected prayer for one of those old deacons. They would be shouted, and the power of the Lord would be set within. Only during the call, and during the call to Christian discipleship, the unsaved, would be sitting on what we call the mourner's beach bench. And the preachers and the deacons would lay hands and pray for the unsaved people until something happened. We need a rekindling of the Holy Ghost. We need fire burning in our souls to be restored back to that life. We need a renewness in life in Jesus Christ. We need new strength, new energy, and a new dedication. A reawakening and reminder of our first love, our first work in Jesus Christ. We need to ask for mercy and restoration. And then we must remain committed and active in our love, worship, dedication, obedience, adoration, praising, and prayer in Christ Jesus. Back to the basis where we first believed and received Christ Jesus, back to the basis where we had the zeal to run on and run and tell the whole world about this Savior. When our youth were being killed by policemen, everyone cried police brutality, injustice, and black lives matter. I agree, but not totally. All lives matter. But I do wonder why this is happening to our black youth, our young men. The answer, the black race have lost its first love, which is Christ Jesus. We slowly adapt to the ways of the ungodly, and our children are paying the price. Jesus was the center of our joy. But now the church, which is the body of Christ, is growing cold. We are not keeping the church pure and holy. This not only affects the black race, but all races. America, land of spacious skies, land that I love, land that the early settlers came to from Europe for religious freedom. They travel across the raging waves of the Atlantic Ocean for religious freedom. 
America is growing cold, and they have to turn their heart back to their first love, their first faith in Christianity. America, America, you stand for freedom. But now, right now, at this present moment, you need to stand for Jesus, and you need to stand for righteousness. So all you soldiers of the cross, all you believers, all you prayer warriors, all you saints, men, women, boys, and girls of God, Christian, all you children of God, and all of God's property, whatever you want to call yourself, fall down on your knees and pray. Pray for a revival and ask the Lord to let it start in you. Pray that God will stretch forth his mighty hand and hold back the wrath that we deserve. Believers, it's time to go back to where you first believed and received Christ, to be reunited with Christ, who is the head of the church. Recover that first zeal and enthusiasm that you had in Christ, where you wanted everybody to be saved and serve Christ. You couldn't wait for Sunday morning fellowship with the believers to worship a mighty, 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 great, and awesome God. Thank you, Jesus. I would compare the believers in America with the believer in Ephesus during its early beginning. The churches in Ephesus were organized by Paul. The Jews and the converted Gentiles were united in Christ. Jesus knew the works of the Ephesian church, the works, the patience, the labor, and that they couldn't bear those who was evil. Jesus knew they had preserved, that, that they labored for him, and they didn't grow weary. The believers were taught the doctrine of faith in which they practiced. These spiritual truths were reflected in their Christian behavior. They used their spiritual gift to edify the body of Christ. Some of these gifts include teaching, prophesying, exercising faith, healing, discerning spirits, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, performing miracles, and many other gifts. America believers also, many, many thousands of years ago, have fast to the faith in Christ Jesus. And they live a life of spiritual truth. And they were joined together in one body in Christ Jesus. Well, what happened? I can only imagine. My opinion is, when we first accepted Christ, it was something new and exciting. We were amazed and happy that God could change our sinful situation and make it into something so beautiful. We live the Christian life and enjoy the presence of the Holy Spirit in our churches, and we praise God on one accord. We had little, so we depend on each other through Christ Jesus to aid one another. As God's blessings began to flow abundantly in our personal lives and in the life of the church, we neglected to keep our spiritual eye on Christ. Instead, we put our focus on our material possessions and issues. The believers still love God. It's just that they were being slowful in their Christian ways and attitudes. Their light was being overshadowed by a veil of distractions. 
So now, this day, it's time for the believers to examine ourselves as individuals and as a collective body in Christ Jesus to see if we measure up to our convictions, to see if we measure up to where we first received Jesus Christ in our lives. As believers, we have not stopped serving God. It's just that we are failing to grow. We have got too comfortable in our present situation. But let me remind you that serving Christ Jesus is an uphill journey towards heaven. We can't get stagnant. We must keep climbing and growing round by round, round by round, round by round, until we reach the higher ground of heaven. The church has responsibilities, and these include to walk worthy of our calling in Christ Jesus, to build up the body of Christ through our spiritual gifts, and to put on the new man for Christ Jesus. For in Christ Jesus, we are a new man. We are a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. We must imitate God in his love, in his light, and in his wisdom. So come on, all my believer, all my church. Let us join together and petition the Lord for a Holy Ghost revival on bending knees and praying hearts. Ask the Lord to restore our enthusiasm for him. Fast and pray, and pray and fast until we are overflowed with power on high. Ask the Holy Ghost to speak to our soul, to our heart, and to our mind so we will be able to be a seasoned salt for this unsalted world. Thank you. The government, the politicians, the governor, the president, and his cabinet cannot make America great again, and they never did. The only way America can be great is to allow the Spirit of God to shine forth in all mankind. And the only way this can be achieved is for the believers and the church to stand forth in faith for in all phases of our life. When we get to when we get on the right road of righteousness, Jesus will fix it for America and for the world. Believer, it's time for us to make a change. Put on your armor of God. Stand fast and fight for the wiles of the wicked ones. Once again, all believers in all churches, let us sing, let us pray, let us praise and worship together. Miracles will happen. Paul decided to sing and praise, and the earthquake caused a change on all of those who was in prison to become loose. There was a shout and a playing of instruments, and the walls of Jericho came tumbling down. If chains can be loosened and walls can fall, fall down, what greater time it would be when the true believers join together and allow the Holy Spirit to fully develop in their lives, in their churches. What a time, what a time, what a time, what a time when all God's children get together on one accord at the same time. This will be music in heaven. So, dear Lord, we're asking you to remind us, to remind us of where we come from. Roll back the curtains of time and remind us, Lord, and let that Holy Ghost revival start, dear Lord. Let it start, dear Lord, because we need it, Lord. We need you, Jesus. Each and every day, we Lord, we need you, Jesus. Let the Holy Ghost revival start, dear Lord, and Lord, let it start in me. Let the Holy Ghost revival start in me as we go back to the foundation of our lives, the foundation of Christianity. There is Rome at the cross. Believers, there is Rome at the cross. Go back to the cross. Stand under 
change the flow. When they pierced Jesus in the side, the blood and the water came down. Sometimes we need to go back and plunge underneath that to watch away our slow for and slow ways. And we can pick up a newness of life as we serve Jesus Christ. Back to the basis. A Holy Ghost revival. And again, Lord, let it start and let it start in me. And when it started on me, dear Lord, let it flow from heart to heart, from soul to soul, from spirit to spirit, from church to church. What a time. What a time. It will be like a Holy Ghost revival the day of Pentecost. Thank you, Jesus. What a time. What a time. Just thinking about it makes me, my spirit rejoice. It just makes you rejoice. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 We thank God for that word. God is such an amazing God. I was actually thinking about that scripture about getting back to our first love, but that word was not for me to deliver. <laughs> so I thank God for that word that gave to you, Mom. It was so rich and so you know, I was taking notes as you were talking and Facebooking it up, you know, as you were talking to share that word with um, with the world. And so thank you for laboring in the word and thank you for delivering that word with uh, with power, with authority. And so thank you just for being um, available to the Lord and available to bring that word to us for this summer gathering. Amen. Amen. And so we have had such an awesome, awesome weekend. I thank God for every speaker that agrees to bring forth the word, Prophetess Tanika Martin, to uh, Minister Tawana Adams, my mom, Sister Brenda Humphrey. I praise God that each one of these ladies labored in the word to deliver exactly what God wanted to speak to us during this time of a Holy Ghost revival back to basics. This has been such an awesome summer gathering to me. Again, something different, something unique that the Lord did for us this summer, but I am so blessed um, and so filled and so honored that the Lord chose us to bring forth the word of God through social media, through the airwaves, so that we can um, be available to all those who want to tune in across the world, across the country. And so I thank God just for this moment of 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 newness for this moment of doing a new thing for this change in seasons. I thank God for the transition, not only in my life and not only for Be Free Ministries, but in your life for you, that new season, that new transition that the Lord is leading you to. It may not happen today, tomorrow, or the next day, but it is coming. Your new season is coming. Hallelujah. And I thank God for that. And just like I was hearing yesterday morning, destiny, 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 I'm hearing that word again over and over again, destiny, destiny, destiny. God has such a great, powerful, earth-shaking destiny within every single one of us. And it is so imperative that we get on our face before the Lord in prayer and study of the word in praise and worship so we can hear what the Lord is speaking to us directly so that we can move out in the things that God is calling us to do this, so we can speak 
the things that God is calling us to speak so we can do the things that God is calling us to do. There is such great, I mean, I feel it powerful, magnanimous destiny within each and every one of us under the sound of my voice. Even those that will listen at a later time, God has great destiny within us, and we need to just get about our Father's business. Amen. Amen. And so I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the summer gathering. It's Sunday morning, so I know, you know, church time, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, Sunday school time, 11 o'clock. And so I want to wrap up with a word of prayer, and then we will dismiss. Again, thank you to everyone who tuned in this weekend. Thank you to the speakers. And thank God for the great and wonderful things that he has done. Father God, we thank you. Oh God, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for who you are. You are the great and mighty God. Hallelujah. And you're so worthy to be praised, God. So I'm asking, Father God, that you will let this word that you have given to us seek within us, God, and Spill over in this day, God. Help us to be thankful. Help us to praise you. Help us to worship you. So about this day, just for your goodness, hallelujah, for speaking to us, hallelujah, for giving us exactly what we needed, hallelujah, for healing us, for delivering us, for setting us free, for giving us new revelation and insight into your word and into who you have called us to be and what you have called us to do. Let us rejoice today for all that you have done throughout this summer gathering in our heart, in our mind, in our spirit, in our soul, and for the great things you will continue to do as we walk out this life called Christendom. God, we thank you, God, for blessing us, Father God. We thank you for revealing yourself to us in an even greater way. God, we thank you for pulling out that great destiny that is within us. God, we thank you, hallelujah, that nothing will hold us back, hallelujah, that no weapon formed against us will prosper, that no obstacle will get in our way, but we will move forward doing what you called called us to do, God. No more holding back, hallelujah, no more fear, hallelujah, no more lack, hallelujah, but we will go forward forth and do what you have called us to do. Say what you've called us to do. Be called us to be in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. That the former things have passed away and behold, all things are made new. Hallelujah. God, I thank you for it, God. I thank you for the great things that you are doing in the lives of everyone connected to this ministry and then everyone who is connected to us who are connected to the ministry. God, thank you, Father God, for the ripple effect. Hallelujah. That your blessings will go forth and bless others. God, bless those that we have influence with. Bless those who we meet out in the street. Hallelujah, God, that what you're doing within us will spill over and be a light to those in darkness. Hallelujah. Be a healing balm to those in need. Hallelujah. Will be a source of deliverance to those who need it. God, thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, for what you're doing in us will spill out into the world, that we will be a testimony, Father God, of your love, of your grace, of your power, of your healing, of your deliverance. Hallelujah, that our very lives will be a testimony. Hallelujah.
hallelujah, to the great things that you have done and that you are doing. God, help us to speak the word that you have given us to speak. Hallelujah. God, even if it, if it feels or sounds odd to us, help us to speak that word that you're calling us to speak to the nations, to everyone we come into contact with, to our coworkers, to our boss, to our family members, to our sisters and brothers in Christ. Help us to release the word. Help us not to fear, but help us to trust you, Father God, and trust all that you're doing in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that we are who you say we are. Hallelujah. That we are settled in who you called us to be. Hallelujah, that we are confident, yes, God, in who you have called us to be and make no apologies for it. Hallelujah, God. I thank you, Father God, again, for all that you have done this weekend and for all that you will continue to do. God, bless this day, Father God, in the name of Jesus, and help us to get to our houses of worship safely, Father God. Meet us there, God. Do what you want to do in us, for us, and through us on this day, and we will forever, God, give your name all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God is so wonderful. He's so good and he's so amazing. And again, I thank God for all that he has done on this weekend. Thank you for joining us. Join us again this upcoming Thursday on the 29th at 6 o'clock p.m. We will be bringing forth the word. Amen. God hasn't given me a topic yet, but he will release it and we will go forth on this Thursday at 6 o'clock p.m. So I'm going to close the show like I normally close it on a Thursday. If nobody has told you that they love you today, I love you. We at Be Free Ministries, we love you. In the summer gathering, we are dismissed. Amen.